Hey, you guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. It's Aaron. And we have joining us from the West Coast, it's Stephen Ray Morris, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. Podcast producer and host and just lover of cats, which was one of I my mean, favorite things about yeah. him. That's, <laughs> that's what I want to be known for. <laughs> <laughs> but you have, you will walk us through, Stephen, because, I mean, you wear many, many hats. I feel like you have at least... 11 tabs on your on your website of accomplishments and and uh you you you're jack of all trades which no but that's not that like means that you do lots of things but none of them well which is not you oh oh i mean i was about to say that sounds like just like me but uh uh, well i was gonna say i actually i'm pretty much now just uh podcasting all the time now that's my full time that's my full i quit my full-time job last week and <gasps> or a couple weeks ago and i'm podcasting all the time oh so my God. It's, uh, congratulations thank you thank you yeah it's very it's very scary but very exciting at the same time mm-hmm. so i'm i i'm working with a lot of really amazing people and amazing cats so i feel very <laughs> hashtag <Mr>. blessed <laughs> so yeah walk us through because you have well yes you host the Percast, mm-hmm. with co-host of the Percast, um, and then of course you're the producer of my favorite, my murder. favorite murder. I mean, we're both yes. huge fans. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of my full-time jobs now, so I can't be, I couldn't be happier to, uh, to get to hang with Karen and Georgia and Elvis and Mimi every week, and, Aww. um, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy, like you know, just running into people and being like, you know, I'm a murderino too. And it's just like, yeah, it's really awesome. I'm, I'm glad it's like, yeah, it's so cool. Like I obviously jumped in just to kind of help out and and let them kind of focus on telling their stories and the murders and stuff. And, you know, the good thing about having a podcast producer sometimes is they're making sure it's still recording when, you know, you hit the button because you just never know. But details, uh, but I mean, you know, I think they, even from day one, they were like really amazing. Like I was a fan when you know i was like i listened to it when it started and so i was obviously very happy to you know help in any way that i could as a podcast producer but like i was already you know already super into it before um i jumped on board but you know i'm a huge fan of karen's um Mm -hmm. been for for a long time and i'm also such a huge fan of georgia's and so you know kind of just like the great thing about social media and the i mean the bad thing too is that you can kind of you know make yourself hurt as a fan by reaching out to people and, right. and hopefully hopefully if it's a good interaction you can actually connect and I feel like Georgia and I just kind of connected and she was a guest on the podcast one day and kind of um you know she saw that I had some sort of skill I knew how to like record a podcast hit record and <laughs> make sure the levels were even and stuff and I think <laughs> when they were when they were looking for somebody to kind of uh, you know, focus on on that side of things. I think she just, yeah. I mean, it was just like we got along, we clicked, and then it just became this kind of gradual. All right, do you want to record this week? Do you want to record this week? Yeah, like I'm free. Like this is my favorite. I mean, recording them is my favorite. You know, my favorite thing to do every week. So I was very happy to keep coming back. And now that I, and now it's like you know, it's my job. <laughs> so awesome. yeah. crazy. And I feel like we initially connected. I don't know who started following who first, but I have a web show called show me your kitty. And yes. I want to say the percast <laughs> and show me your kitty connected originally is how we got connected on social media. Well, I mean, I just, I, I'm a weirdly obsessive. Like I know everybody who has 
like I just like you know somebody will tell me about somebody or like I'll hear about you know just like comedians or friends or people or whoever and it's just like do they have a cat you know like <laughs> that's the like we're, we're so kindred I, spirits Stephen I, I think you might have been I think maybe I saw you maybe I think like because Janine Brito was on your yeah Janine your, was on show me your yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've never met her, but I see her do stand up all the time and she's hilarious. And yeah. so I think maybe through her social media, I saw that your show and I was just like, all right, anybody who also loves cats is, you know, like that <laughs> enough to do enough to do a project around it is like yes. good company. So yes. uh, that I think I'm pretty sure that's either through Jeanine Brito or maybe somebody else. I, I'm pretty sure it's her, but like definitely started following because, you know, again, it's like you know right like we do the podcast here in LA but like I want to percast around the world okay so Stephen let's get yes. in let's get into your ghosted story so first of all we got to do our, our two setup segments before you like we let you go loose with your story um, I'm noticing out of the corner of my eye that my new kitten Miranda is just crouched down licking the kitchen floor voraciously so kudos to you Miranda live your best life um, who would mo- play you in the movie. lifetime movie of your story? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, you're what picking you up. Like? You're picking up what we're putting down, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. I, I, uh, I, to use my sister's catchphrase, I smell what you're stepping in. Um, That's cute. Uh, I would want a cat to play me. No, um, Perfect. they don't do that kind of thing. On You're like account. Milo no. from Milo and Otis. <laughs> oh, um, I was thinking about that. I don't, cause I always feel like, yeah, with a lifetime movie, it has to be, it has to be like either like a random actor that was like, I'm coming back and like, I'm going to do this weird lifetime movie because I'm just at that point in my career where I'm just going to do kind of weird, <laughs> like Billy Baldwin status right. or whatever. Right. Like right. I, 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 I had two options. I know this one person's like older than me. So it's like if they play the Lifetime movie, like when I'm in my 40s or whatever. But mm-hmm. I almost think because so Lifetime gets a lot of musicians and stuff. So I think like True. Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind, like, you Ooh, know, wow. when I'm the, the 40s, 40 year old version of me. Like, I think, <laughs> and, and it's from like when, from when and, they would realistically produce the movie about you. Ex- exactly. Like and so it's years. like, yeah. And it's like musicians like that, like, like I love Third Eye Blind and stuff, but like, I also feel like Stephen Jenkins would be like, I want to try acting. And then he would <laughs> like do a Lifetime movie because it's kind of like a, a fun space to like be like, yeah, when you, when you're not a real actor, but you want to act in something, you know, like. Oh, Lifetime would immediately that. green light it too. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, hey, he's a name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind. Like, t- I love that. I one. would totally tune into that Lifetime movie. Oh, me too. Movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm there for every Lifetime movie. They're my favorite. Especially yeah, like Haley. One... Haley Duff was. Oh yeah. I was. Um, shit, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I just, I just watched it for a thing. But anyway, the greatest can't remember the one name. was when Rita Wilson had an imaginary child. What? And I feel like I saw it once when I was home from school, and it's like it didn't even really exist because I've no one else has ever seen it until I saw Drew Droji's play downtown and he talked about it and I wanted to start screaming in the aisle because I was like <laughs> finally it wasn't a dream but she like pretend- well you thought like you thought it was oh sorry go ahead I thought that it, I thought that I had invented it in my mind but it was something I love so much it was like Rita Wilson just like pretended she had a child and like she had two other children and a husband and they all like also had to pretend that she had this imaginary child and then at the end of the movie she's like oh yeah he wasn't real 
and then everyone just moves oh. on with it and you're just like what the fuck was oh that like God. they never explain like what her pathology was like what happened i want to watch that right now oh it's so good it's the best it's the it's so fantastic oh weird Do you think- I, I was I was going to say, I wonder if that's your Bernstein, Berenstein Bear situation. <gasps> like, I mean, maybe. <laughs> just me and Drew Joji. Just the two of us. I mean, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's I love that. Stephen Jenkins is, is a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you have another one, though, or no? Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I feel like he wouldn't do a Lifetime movie anymore. But like, I feel like Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom Holland. Oh, who, that's a good one. Like, if there was a younger version, like of me like a lifetime movie where like i'm a boy with an eating disorder like that feel that's like a lifetime movie because they choose to focus on very like very sometimes like like lifetime will yeah we'll focus on very esoteric things you're like are you sure the attention should be towards that i feel like there's a larger issue here that you're not you're like no we're gonna do a movie about a boy with an eating disorder and it's like yeah, okay <laughs> it's edgy. so that would be yeah i love that um, great choices. So now set up for us your brief dating history, brief life story of, of Steven's Ooh. love life so that we can, we can fully contextualize the ghosting story we're about to hear. Um, let's see. What's the brief dating history? Are you like um, a relationship guy? Or are you like, I think I'm, I'm definitely like a person who's always dating, but I've really only had like one or two long term, like a, about a year and a half ago, I got out of like a four year relationship. So oh. this last like year and a half has been like, you know, kind of like, it's weird to think that like Tinder and stuff like that didn't exist when I was in that relationship from um, 2012 to 2000. And um, when was that? <laughs> 2015? Yeah, right. 2015. So it was like, coming out of that was sort of like, uh, you know, like the, you know, yeah, like it just was like a whole new world kind of thing or whatever. And so I've kind of been just dating off and on ever since. Um, and so I, I kind of feel like that's my MO kind of thing. Like, right. is that like, I'll, I'll like, tr- like, you know, have fun, see like what's up, like meet really cool people and then kind of settle into like a long-term relationship. And then that ends. And then like, I'm never, like, I'm never not going out on dates i guess if that makes sense okay like i'm like i feel like i'm not somebody who uh because i enjoy people's like company and so like i'll want to go out on a date with somebody whether it's just you know i mean i'm such a like casual dater like i just like going out for drinks having good conversation like maybe going to like i think i think with me i think people know that I'm interested in them more so if I, if I go, if I like, if we go to a museum or like a first Friday kind of thing. Okay. All right. If you take it to like a second location, if you take it to like in a, a cultural event. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So where does this ghosted story, where in your dating life does this ghosted story land? Is this post your last relationship? Is this pre? I think uh, the, the one or two that I had in mind that I think could be fun to talk about, um, are all before because yeah this relationship that I was in for like a, almost four years was like like it's definitely the most adult one it's like where we lived together for a year and a half and like all that crazy you know oh, business. yeah that's very adult. um uh so all of this all these stories are before uh or the the one or two that I was thinking of are all before this um yeah uh there's one that's in LA and or like some that are in LA because I moved to LA and um 2011 okay uh, where were you before and, that 
And then I lived in London for six months because I was going to grad school. Got it. Uh, So one of those stories is in London, um, which I think is maybe the most fun to talk about. Well, let's do that Um, one. Let's do an international ghosting. Yeah, give us the international, the English ghosting. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, um, yeah, I went to UC Santa Barbara and then I graduated in 2009 uh, to the worst Mm -hmm. (laughs) economy ever, 2009. Shout out to all class of 2009 where we graduated (laughs) in the worst economy ever. But you out into nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we were just like, no, just stay where you just go back into the hole of school. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So I, I graduated in 2009 and then I decided to stay in Santa Barbara because it's a paradise and because there was actual work, uh, for me. So I stayed and just like worked on campus and stuff. And Mm -hmm. that was like a very surreal experience because it's like, it's that weird thing of like where I'm graduated, but like, I'm still, you know, I mean, I feel like the older you get, the less you care about how old your friends are and you're just like friends with everybody. So like now you're friends with people who are like, like, you know, five years younger than you, five years older than you, that kind of thing. And, Mm um, but then I, so then the summer after that, I got into London film school and I was like, sweet, I'm moving to London rest of my life. Never going anywhere else. (laughs) Uh, that didn't, that actually only lasted six months, but, um, is that how long the program was or you were just like, I'm out? No, I dropped out because it was just not worth my, like I, I went to a college that was like UC Santa Barbara, like their program is so nurturing and like lovely and, UC Santa Barbara, like their film program was like queer studies and international and environmentalism. And then like London film school was like every teacher was Snape, you know, it was just like <laughs> just old white dudes just being like, you know, all the old ways up at all. you know, like <laughs> it, it just was like a weird, it just was like a weird school. And like, they were like, we're you know, just I, showing you Citizen Kane for six months and then that's it. Learn. <laughs> yep, it, exactly. Yeah. Well, it was weird when, when I went there, they, they have a, they're like, extracurricular film class that you have to take every uh, semester has a different theme and the theme when I got there was American Westerns so I was like watching John Wayne movies (laughs) in like rainy London in Soho like so funny um so that that so I moved there uh in like yeah August of August of 2010 and yeah I didn't really know anybody and I was like 23 and a lot of the program was very, it's funny because now like I just turned 30 and like a lot of the people in that program at the time were like the age I am now. And they were like, I can relate to those people now. Cause when I was 23, like I was like, let's go out in London. Let's go see the sites. Let's get to know, like, yeah. let's like, let's all get to know each other and have fun. Cause I was just like this little excitable right. college graduate bouncing off the walls. And were they mostly like British people or was it like other Americans? Um, it was actually a very, inter- like, that's the weird contradictory thing about London film schools that like their student body is so diverse. Like, mm-hmm. you know, half of our, half of the class that I jumped in with was from either India or South Korea, oh. or there was like people from Sweden and Norway. And there was a guy from Nepal and like, so like the student, I mean, they were all cool people, but they were also in a point in their life where they wanted to, where they clearly they're spending all this money to go back to school. Like they're going to take it seriously. So I wasn't like, that's probably half the reason why I dropped it too. I don't think I was like, I just went back to school without even really thinking about it. And um, so I was sort of like left to my own devices where it was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be hanging out and partying with my friends from London film school. So how am I going to make friends, see the sites, do all that stuff. And I had a couple friends there. I also did okay. Cupid when I was in London. Mm-hmm. Um, how was that? Most, 
it was it was fun because like I wanted to go see the sites. I think maybe that's where I picked up on my like museum dating thing because I wanted to go to the Tate Modern. I wanted to go to the British Museum and I'd be like, hey, like I'm from California. Like, you know, I'm not necessarily like I'm obviously into if things get more serious. But for the most part, I'm like, oh, like I would just love to go out on a date and go to like see all the different sites. And so, I mean, I ended up, you know, some people I met and obviously like things got you know, like some things got more serious and some things didn't. And some people I'm like still friends with now because they were either like, like I met this one woman who's from LA as well. So like, or from oh. California. So like we, we've kept in touch like ever since then. And it's like, yeah. So it's stuff like that where it's like, it ended up being kind of like a cool resource in a weird totally. way because like, cause yeah, nobody from my class wanted to hang, like wanted to hang out or like see the sights. And so <laughs> right. I don't know, it was like a fun, I, I had fun that way. And like, that's so smart. That's yeah, that's brilliant. That's great. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, then there was like some dating stuff too. And like, like I went on a date with this woman who was like a fashion student and she was really nice. But then like, I was, I don't know if like other guests like that you've talked to, like it's like, there's like a mutual ghosting kind of thing where like, sure. I feel like I, I don't know it like how many people talk about it, but it's like that thing where it's like, neither of you decide to text back. And then at one point you're like, wait, but who, who decided first not to text each other back right right, like like after a few months you're like oh wait i haven't heard from that person in a while and you're like wait a minute like who was the last person like you know so there was some of that stuff too and like right um but the other way and this leads into my story is that the other way that i uh knew people there was i had friends who i had friends who uh studied abroad in the u.s and studied abroad at uc santa barbara um who moved back to the UK and so it was like oh cool I already have a friend and so um I had a friend who was younger because when you study abroad you're like I think like 20 or 20 like when I studied abroad in New Zealand I was like I turned 21 when I was in New Zealand but um so it was like so she was still in like undergrad so I was like oh cool like I'm gonna like hang out with her and like I'm gonna like have the real like go out to her like uni and like in the like kind of like an hour outside of London and like experience like cool, you know, English student life or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, where like they have bars on campus and stuff because, you in know, the, the drinking age is 18. My yeah. favorite it, part about studying in the UK. <laughs> did you study abroad in the UK? I did. I studied in Derry in Northern Ireland. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. So we had, wow, a that's really cool. In. Yeah. Uh, and I spent many, many a time there. And then I dated the bartender there because Amazing. just combining, just cutting down on time. That's where <laughs> yeah. I was. And that's where I wanted him to be. I mean, I mean, that sounds, that sounds like very efficient and effective. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so it was like, so that was my kind of like other friend there that like had a chance to do more socializing and meeting people and stuff. And so, um, I went with her to, a phone party, which I've never been to a phone party in the US. Like, I feel like that was such a big part of like people's like undergrad, like party experience, but I'd never been. And so I went to, I went to one of these phone parties. And again, this is like, I'm taking an overground train, you know, 45 minutes, like where I'm probably just gonna like, crash on my friend's floor. Like, you know, she was just like, come out and you can just crash on the floor or whatever. Like, but you're gonna meet all my friends from uni and like, 
you know, it's just like a party. Um, Tell okay. I, have you ever been to a phone party? No. What is so, Stephen? It's literally I it was just a party. The CW invented where it's just you're in a room <laughs> and there's foam. Walk us through it. Yeah, that's so. So, I think yeah, because I'd never been to a foam party when I was an undergrad. No. Where like I'm assuming like, you know, in Santa Barbara, like on DP, like where all the you know like or like where frats are and stuff. Like I I didn't. You know, I was just a film nerd, so my friends and I would just get drunk and watch bad movies. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's like the room—the room is like filled up with foam, and I guess you just wear clothes that you don't give a shit about getting stained. Okay. And that's about as far as I can tell. And great. But at, but at because this is at a uni with like a big bar and stuff, it's like in this universe. It's like yeah, in a university like bar student union kind of building, and so yeah, I don't. I feel like the foam was like sad because I remember having foam on me and there's probably some pictures. I, I, I don't know if you guys like post pictures or like any pictures like that people send you of like their stories or like from I mean, those times. This but picture, I, I feel like I'm going to want to see absolutely. it. Absolutely. But like, I definitely have pictures of me like, you know, having foam on me and stuff. <laughs> and I have, um, and I was wearing the, I am Carl's from hipster runoff. I was wearing a, I am Carl's t-shirt <laughs> That was like extra large for some reason, maybe because it was the last one. I don't know. But um, <laughs> that was the only like shirt that I was like, I guess if this gets dirty, it's fine. Right. So um, I'm yeah, I'm hanging out with my friend and uh, just like, oh, my God, you can just like you're on campus, but you're like getting drinks and taking shots and all this stuff. And I'm introduced to her friend Um I was going to say, do we, can we say people's names or should I say this person's name? Well, what, I don't know if they'll ever I hear mean, it or, it's you know, like, it's whatever you feel comfortable with. Like sometimes people like to give pseudonyms, um, just in case you they can, listen, you can give but her you're a ghost not saying name. the name of, uh, this university. So, I mean, I think if, it, as long as it's just like a pretty normal, if it's not like Petronella, like I think you're probably okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steven's like, what a fucking coincidence. Do you know her? Her name was Petronella. No. Yeah. 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 No, crazy. Um, yeah, you know, I'll just I'll just give call, another call her name. Casper. Just, yeah. Call her Casper. Call her Ghost Dad. That's the one I'm always <laughs> yeah. trying to get started. No one wants to get on board. I mean, you know, she's uh, a girl. <laughs> Casparella. I don't know. Yeah, perfect. Call her Casparella. That, that sounds patronizing, but I'll, I'll just call her Casparella. Sure. Okay. See uh, money. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I so I was introduced like I was introduced to like all of her friends. Uh, my friend um, Sarah, I'll just say my friend Sarah, who who like invited me to this. And um, so she kind of like introduced me to all of her friends. And like, yeah, everyone's like, you know, cool and British and, you know, the accents and everything. And I was just that's just exciting for me. Like, I just like people with accents. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Who does yeah, so absolutely. so um, yeah, so uh, this one person I like, she kind of like because my friend Sarah was very much, you know, there's those people that when you go to a party and they know that you don't know anybody, there are like the very nurturing type of people that are like, Oh, I know you don't know everybody. So I'm going to introduce you to everybody. And then there are other people who are like, well, they just assume that like you can take care of yourself, which is probably a good thing too. But like, it's also like, you know, like my friend Sarah was like, she's got a lot of people to attend to and stuff. So she was very much like, cool, have fun, you know, like here are my friends. And and then everyone kind of went off. Fun for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, uh, but this person, um, Casper. Oh God, Casper. Like, I'm call her Cass. Ca- yeah, Cass. I'll call or her, call whatever her Cass. name Jane. I mean, whatever you want to call her. Yeah, yeah. Cass. So, but Cass was very sweet, and so she was just like, 
I don't know. We just like kind of hit it off and we were just like chatting. And then she was just like, I felt like we were in this like weird, like maze. Like it felt like a weird underground <laughs> rave or something. Like, I don't know. Cause then, yeah, there was foam, but it was just very like, uh, it just was like sad foam though. Like it wasn't like sad this, foam. like, because it was like it a uni like... foam. It wasn't like it was like <laughs> an actual club. So they're like, listen, we're just going to get some bubbles and then we're just going to see how it goes. Right. And yeah. it was just like I... in the corner, just like a smoke machine. Just like. Rah. Exactly. Yeah. It's I certainly don't remember. And maybe because of like how many shots or whatever. Like, I don't remember it being like, I don't remember feeling like I was walking through a sea of foam. It felt mm-hmm. like there's like a little bit of foam on top of my head. And that's, about it, you know. <laughs> So Cass and I hit it off. I don't even, I think we just were both like, you know, just bonding over music or whatever. Like, again, it's like I'm meeting this person. uh, And then, yeah, I think we just like just made out on the dance floor. And then I ended up spending the night at her place. Um, And then, you know, because it's like, I don't know, like, I'm just like with my little backpack, like I'm coming in from town for the weekend. So it's like, (laughs) like. You know, we just have breakfast in her door, which is like, I feel very weird because it's like, you know, I'm, I I was like 23 at the time, but I think, I think they were like, yeah, they were 21 already. Uh, but still like the difference between when you feel like you're an adult, like I was living in London, like, you know, living in my a flat and like all this stuff. And then I was like going to university, like I was yeah. going to uni where there's like a dorm and I was having beans on toast and it was very <laughs> English and, uh, you know, roll rolling hills and stuff and so it was right. like oh my gosh this person's really cool um yeah like we get along music and all this stuff and um so and at the time yeah i think this was because i like jailbroke my iphone like three or whatever but <laughs> like i think halfway halfway through this time i still had like a weird nokia thing so i think like I got her number and it was first we were like texting like back and forth on like a little Nokia phone. Oh yeah. Um, if I remember correctly. And then I think I eventually jailbroke my uh, iPhone, my old iPhone when I was there, you know, but yeah, we were like originally just like texting. Like I was like, okay, well I'm leaving back to the city. And so we're just like texting, texting all through the week and stuff. Like, like we, and this is in the fall. So yeah, this one weekend we hit it off, like, seemed like we got along really well. It was like an immediate Facebook ad and immediate pictures posting. Right. Oh, wow. So, That's big. So, but there was, a, yeah, there was like, like a few years that you would, um, that was what you did. Like, you took yeah. pictures on your uh, power shot. camera. Yeah, your power shot. And then you would plug it in the next morning and post all the pictures. True. Yeah. But we're talking, well, okay, valid point. I mean, this is yeah, maybe this a is... little late for that, but it's it was still happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was late, like, because I remember, like, yeah, like, the four years that I was in college, I probably took, like, 10,000 photos and have, like, a bajillion Facebook albums. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now it's, like, oh, the only photos I take are, like, when I post on Instagram. Right, exactly. Um, so, but this was, like, yeah, like, because we obviously had this mutual friend and everything, and so we seemed to hit it off. And so, but, yeah, it was one of those things where, like, maybe because they were, like, still in school, so it's like, okay, let's just post pics from the uni party. And so it's like, yeah, we're like texting stuff every week. Like I'm going to school. Um, we ended up like grabbing lunch. Like, cause I didn't come out, like I didn't necessarily like come out the next weekend or anything like that. Cause it wasn't, none of this was like really thought out. You know what I mean? It was, right. it was like my friend invited me to this party and then it was like, oh wow, I hit it off with this person. Right. And so for some, maybe I was like filming or, or, you know, she had stuff, but 
So, uh, but then I ended up like grabbing lunch with her and her friends because she came into London. Because like, yeah, this university is like a 30 minute, 45 minute train ride. So okay. I think people in the surrounding English countryside will just kind of like train in for lunch or like for the day kind of thing. Or right. if they need to go to the Apple store or something, I don't know. But <laughs> um, so we had lunch then and that was totally, I think that was like the Monday, it was either the Friday before the weekend or the Monday afterwards. And like, it was... I feel like there was some affectionate affection in that sense of like, Oh cool. Like come meet us for lunch. And like, like maybe we like, like, you, you know, there's always that like weird ground. You're like, do, when do you kiss in front of your friends right. or like their friends or that kind of thing? I, I want to say that we did. Oh wow. Um, or, or maybe that was in my mind. Cause I feel like I, in my mind, I like fell pretty hard pretty quickly. Like I right. normally am not some, like I definitely like, will like somebody really quickly but this was very much like i was like oh my gosh like i'm totally into you kind of thing and right. um and then the so, weekend so you after you at very least had maybe like flirty like affectionate like you were being you weren't just at lunch as friends is the point with her like, yes it was, yeah to- totally um and then the weekend after was halloween and oh. she invited me back out um to go to like their uni Halloween event in the same foam space, except foamless <laughs> this time. Um, and, uh, uh, so I was like, um, sorry, somebody was calling me in the middle of this. Oh, um, how dare they? How rude. Uh, so it, yeah, you think they're calling me... about the Amber alert. Do you think they <laughs> just saw a child? Oh no. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, so, uh, she invited me out the, like, you know, this is like the, you know, met that one weekend, like didn't hang out the, the second weekend, but we were like texting. And then I saw her either that Friday or Monday after and got lunch. And then it was like, Oh, come back out for Halloween. It's going to be fun. Like you're going to, cause like, again, London film school is going to have some bump and Halloween party. Like, right. so I was like, shit, I'll go out, back out to uni. Yeah, where there's and, this girl I like, and then she wants me to come. Like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And, and are you guys yeah. still talking? Like, are you in touch most of this week? Like, are you texting on your Nokia's and stuff? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think we were texting, like, probably. In my mind, we were texting every day. Okay. Like, right. definitely just, like, house school, like, just kind of general chit-chat and stuff. Just the, like, general. Because, right. again, like, we had, we had met this Saturday night. I, you know, spent the night and then I basically just like went back to London. So I definitely feel like we didn't really like, you know, it's that kind of catch up chit chat where like sometimes when you hook up with somebody that you've just met that you're like, oh, the next day you're like, wait, I actually do want to get to know you a little bit. And so like, let's have that like conversation of like, do you have any siblings? Like, you know, like that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like that more like gets like first date kind of stuff. Right. And, um, so yeah, we're chatting and then, yeah, I'm like, Oh, I'll come out for Halloween. And this is so like, I didn't really <laughs> growing up. I didn't get into Harry Potter because Lord of the Rings was like way cooler. For um, sure. Steven. Yes. Um, so that was my deal as like a 13 year old. Uh, <laughs> but then when I moved to London, I was like, I'm going to like, I bought the box set of Harry Potter and like read it all like read it all on the night bus like between my my place my flat in london and like school and everything like or like when i'd got drinking with friends and so i was like i'm gonna dress up like lupin for halloween it's gonna be (laughs) awesome because i'm in i'm literally in the uk like i'm going to university that has like bricks and stone and like it's like (laughs) ah it's like hogwarts you know or whatever it's all this stuff i'm like nerding out 
but the, I, th- I think the problem is that at least at the time uh like harry potter was like that thing that they all grew up with so it's like the big mainstream thing so it's like the cool kids don't like harry potter because wow. like it's the thing that everybody likes so i show up to this halloween party wearing my remus lupin costume uh <laughs> which isn't like a crazy co- it's a suit with like the werewolf you know like scars on the face and everything and i already have a mustache so it all like it all came together (laughs) but um and i got my and i had a wand and everything and like uh and like there was like nobody was dressed up like harry (gasps) potter like there was like people who like looked like neville and like you know like like that kind of thing but like definitely no like maybe there was one like one other person dressed up as harry potter but i thought i was going to be cool and have like a cool harry potter costume but Alas, uh, you know, people were every, dressed up though, right? Uh, yeah, ha- Halloween isn't as big of a deal there in the UK, so there was people dressed up, but it definitely feels more like, at least at this uni party, it definitely felt like frat party kind of Halloween costumes. Like it, there was nobody like really taking it too serious. Like it, there right. wasn't any like nerdy specific costumes. It was just like costumes that you could like right. cheaply I'm buy. Or... I'm wearing I'm a, the devil. Yeah. 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 You have like, like the funny, like the, like if you were being like ridiculous or obnoxious, you would like, I think there was like a guy in like a, you know, not a Kigurumi, but like, you know, like one of those like big, like, you know, shark costumes or something like uh, that, you right. know? Um, so yeah, so I feel like such a dork. Um, and, uh, Cass, you know, obviously makes fun of me cause she's probably like, I feel like a lot of the, like, like the people our age like never read harry potter you know what i mean it was like right. or like oh i had to read harry potter as a kid like why would i like it as an adult so i was kind of a little crestfallen and what well, was Cass yeah, dressed had, up though she was dressed up as i don't even remember like i feel like it was such a low-key whatever it was that like yeah. i just right. don't remember it was like a thing right yeah it was like a non non thing uh but again like we we have a great time we like you know, dance the night away, all that good stuff, spend the night again. Um, and then the next day, I think she has like school stuff to do. So I go hang out with my friend, Sarah. And um, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I really like her. Like, she seems so cool. Like, I really get along with her. Like, you know, all this stuff. And like, yeah, like, so I was like, totally in it. And then so then I go back to London. And I'm like, having kind of a crappy time at this school, because like, yeah, I don't, it's just not the vibe that I, like, it's not my vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just I'm not really getting along with the teachers. Like, you know that director, Mike Lee, who directed Happy Go Lucky? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I get into an argument. He's, like, one of the teachers, and I get into, like, a big argument with him in class. Like, <laughs> I'm just, like, not having a great time. Like, um, and so I'm obviously, like, I think in those kind of situations when you really like somebody, but then you're having, like, a bad time like if you're having other problems I think I was like really so I was like kind of like texting her a lot and stuff but like noticing that there was just like less and less response and like and you know I was having to go film stuff and do stuff for school so I wasn't really like paying attention to it too much but I was still like kind of obsessively texting her and then it's like I don't hear from her at all for like a week and so I'm like texting my friend Sarah and I'm just like hey what's like you know and normally I'm not like a person or at least I don't do this anymore but I like I definitely am not somebody to ask friend like I wouldn't like I don't mm-hmm. I'm not really somebody who's like to ask a friend of this person like hey is something going on like I right. don't normally do that kind of thing actually mostly because I don't really I'm never really in those situations anymore where it's like I'm dating a f- friend of a friend or anything yeah. like that um 
so but yeah i'm just not hearing anything hearing anything but like and then i don't even remember where it was or like i feel like i i i feel like i blocked it out of my memory but i go on facebook and then i i see that she's in a relationship <gasps> no. like oh my god like this had maybe been like two weeks oh like total time god. since halloween savage oh my yeah god. and so i'm just like uh what uh what's huh What's and going not on? you. I'm just going to. Yeah. No. So. I'm just like tapping the mic. Like, hello. Oh, um, my God. So I'm just like, oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just like definitely like devastated. I remember being like pretty devastated by it. Like, yeah. And it didn't help that I was like not enjoying film school. And right. um. And I was like, at the like, I I dropped out like that. I only was there for one semester. Like I dropped out of that semester, um, which means I'm a cool, uh, gra- like a graduate school dropout, you know. So, um, uh, but yeah. So like I, yeah, I was like pretty bummed about it. And then also like having that connection with her friend, I was just like, and she's like, yeah, like, da-da. and I was like, but I really like wanted to. I think now as as like as an adult, I feel like if I see those kind of situations or I see that they're like, you know, like you've gone on a couple dates with somebody, but then, but it's like clear that like, we're all like, they're also going on dates with other people. And then you start to see more photos of them with somebody else. You're like, oh, okay, well that's my hint to like, you know, right. Just to, to let Simpson it go or whatever. To the bushes. Yeah. Just like <laughs> sidestep out of there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause I've been in those situations more recently where you're just like, oh, okay, well, you know, we had our fun, but now they've, moved on to somebody that they're more serious they've they've chosen the person that they've decided to be more serious with um but this was more like devastating to me because i obviously like i didn't you know i had no idea or anything or like i guess i was just so sure that this person liked me back as much that it just was i think that was the devil like it just and it wasn't like anything we said or anything it just felt like you just felt it it was just like i mean she she introduced me to Spotify. That's the other thing I forgot about this. <laughs> that's huge. That's like a before, marriage proposal, basically. Yeah, I remember this because this was before Spotify was in the U.S. Um, and she was like, we we're like again hanging out in her room like before Halloween or something, and it was like she's or like the morning after kind of thing, and like this music app was up and I was like, Oh, what is this? And it's like, Oh, it's Spotify. And it's like, Oh, like, you know, it just, I don't know. It's such a weird <laughs> little detail about that. But, um, so did, wait, did you ever, fit, did you ever talk to her again after that? So I think, I don't know if it was like, maybe she was like, you know what, maybe I feel bad or like, I don't know, maybe her friend bugged her or something like, or maybe just cause like, I mean, I probably did text her like, what? Like crazy, you know, yeah. like, you know, and it, but it was one of those things where I definitely, even at that point was like, well, we'd only like hung out two weekends really. So like, right. I'm not somebody who like, I don't ever get like, I can definitely be like upset or like, but I'm always kind of a, I'm a little like emotionally distanced in that sense where I'm like, yeah, but you know, we only went out on, you know, two weekends. So I'm always like sure. justifying that kind of stuff. And I think even then I was like maybe hurt but I definitely like I think I expressed that and then I think I remember talking to her on the phone like in the printer room at school <laughs> and and her just being like yes to her kind of just being like well you know it was kind of both of you at the same time and you know like he mm-hmm. he goes to school here and I mean I don't like she probably was sweet enough to like 
just say whatever just to make me feel better. It was probably like, well, he's actually going to school with her there. She liked him better, blah, blah, blah. But like, I think it might maybe like in my, from my fuzzy memory of it, it was very much like something like, well, you know, he, he goes to school here too. And like, you're all the way in London. I don't know. It was that kind of thing. And then, you know, just very kind of like crestfallen about it. And then, yeah. And then that was it really. And I don't think we're friends on Facebook. We might still be friends on Facebook. I guess does that count as being I don't even I don't think we are I think maybe I unfriended her eventually it's weird I I'm starting to like realize like why am I still friends with like those kind of like those kind of people where it's like right, right. but yeah I don't I don't remember I, just, I don't think we're friends on Facebook anymore I think either she unfriended me I or mean, I did but we could do our our uh, tasks that we do periodically week to week but often I peer pressure our guests to tell me the person that goes to them so that I can see if we have mutual friends on Facebook and there has never been a time where I have not had mutual friends with the person who goes oh to them well Facebook. yeah I, do, I I mean this is fun yeah this is where we go or like you have the or you have cat sounds over yeah. <laughs> it's just like her name is meow 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 this will be shocking dating. if you have a mutual friend Ugh, god damn it I don't no, of course you don't I was really, we broke our streak of me having mutual friends. Okay. She's cute though. I mean, this is her. All right. Well, it's disappointing, but she's, uh, she's alive. seems like she's happy. There is a guy in her profile picture. I wonder if it's the same guy. Do you think she ended up with the guy? Yeah, that would be. So then that's, that's fine. Cause then that was true love. Yeah, no, totally. Oh, I'm totally like, yeah. I mean, again, I like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But um, but that's so funny. Um, sorry, there's no mutual friend connections. <laughs> right. I mean, it was disappointing, but it was it's, it was bound to happen one of these times. Um, so uh, man, can't believe that the phone party didn't end in a love yeah. connection. Shocking. I yeah. think that, that might be one of the only phone parties that didn't end in a marriage. <laughs> but you I know, know. <laughs> there has to be one. I guess. Uh, yeah, then, we so can't we- all. <laughs> What do you, so what do you think your like big lessons from that are? Cause it seems like you were just in a really bad place and maybe you were just like projecting a little bit on. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Like, do you think maybe your, your connection or, you know, to her or the emotions you felt were at all wrapped up into you seeking something? In uh, yeah, I, I definitely think so. I, I think I just remember being, because again, it was like these two kind of fun, intense weekends, right? And so, I, I my my main takeaway or main, my my main feeling from that experience was very much like I got very emotionally invested, like more than I usually do, and so I was kind of like not scared, but almost just like I didn't even like know that I had it in me to be that like to that quickly feel so emotionally invested in somebody else and then them not reciprocating it at all being like, yeah, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you know, like that kind of thing. And so I feel like that was like a good, I think it's been a good lesson for me. I don't know, but uh, maybe I'm too far the other way now, but uh, (laughs) I relate to that. uh, Yeah. I don't know. It just, it was like one of those things where it's, you just never, you can just never tell how somebody else is feeling if you're not, but it's when you're if you're not talking to them, but it's like so hard to communicate too at the beginning stages of any type of thing with somebody because it's like at what point do you start talking about that? You know what I mean? Well, right. Like, not after two weekends. But do you think 
what you're describing and then also maybe I'm even projecting just then like since we looked her up on Facebook and now I have a face to the to the cast but do you do you think she was just one of those girls that made people feel that way like was she just one of those girls that kind of was like had the magnetic energy that you can kind of get caught up in her um you know energy that she's projecting and do you know what I mean I mean she's one of those characters I mean, I tend to, I realize I tend to fall for the quiet, cool person in the room. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm ever at a party, like, there's usually, like, even in college, like, some of the women that I dated, they were usually the kind of person who was, like, sitting on a chair, like, smoking, (laughs) like, kind of not being, like, kind of just, like, having a chill conversation with somebody else. And it's, like, when I sit down on the couch next to them, that's, like, when I connect with them. And so, to me, there's that kind of, like... I always feel like I've fallen for people like the girls, you know, the, the like the women who have like kind of that cool, quiet magnetism to them where it's like they're they're charming just by like they're very um, how they hold themselves. You know, right. there's kind of that cool confidence that like I'm really attracted to where it's like they don't need like they're not they're not necessarily in the middle of the room telling loud jokes or anything. But then when you like sit next to them at a party and you're just like you know, sup or whatever. And then it's like, they just got some cool, like witty kind of snarky observation about the party. And I feel like those are like, I'm very attracted to that kind of personality. Right. And so she definitely, I think she definitely had that because it's like, but there was like a, um, but again, but, Mm -hmm. but that person is also like, I think, but they're still like, willing to connect you know they're not so cool that they're like fuck everybody Mm -hmm. because then they wouldn't they would probably be outside smoking or or uh, or you know not even at the party they're fucking off somewhere else but uh but yeah it's somebody who like maybe they're at a party hoping to find another cool quiet person in the corner i mean i'm definitely not that but like you know i just uh but i think she had that that quality you're more like cool quiet but like also sitting in foam Yes, but sitting You're in like that with a few cats. Do you? Yeah, I, I, br- I bring foam cats whenever I go to parties. I like it, and then you can just be like, visualize me with live cats. Like I just want it to be there for you. Do you have? Do you have times? You? I mean, we, I'd love to hear the other ghost story you have in mind if you have the time, but no press. Like you tell us, do you want to relate the other one to us? Um, I'm trying to think if it can be. Um, Is it too much? Is it like another whole? Is it is it a B side? Is it like you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, I, you know, and and just you know, forgive me. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've had this on your podcast. This one's a fun one. Uh, it was like, and again, it was more weird because this doesn't normally happen to me. Where like in dating, where you have like again meeting. This is another friend of a friend story. This this one's a good one because it's quick and it also is a friend of a friend. Where I lived in L.A. Or I live in LA still. Mm-hmm. Um, well, technically, I live in Alhambra now, but whatever. Um, Semantics. So when I, we don't know what details, that means. So. We live in New York. <laughs> uh, it's all New York City, right? Yeah. Um, Sorry, we're pouring but, wine uh, if you can hear it. Oops. Ooh, I like that. Get that on the. Get it right up to <laughs> the. We're mic. drinking nice in little... cat. We're in cla- cat glasses. So. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, uh, so yeah, so I had just moved to LA, and I basically found an apartment like 
through like some friends of mine they were very nice enough to like hey we there's a studio opening up do you want it like because it's so hard to find places to live in la so i was just like i'll take it (laughs) um and so i'd been introduced to a friend of a friend of mine who lived in the building and so i think we just met at like i feel I don't ever go to parties, so I feel like it's weird that both these par- these stories involve parties because it's just like, but <laughs> this is like, but this is like chill stoner animator people party where it's just got like because it. that's a lot of my friends in LA who are like animators and artists and amazing creative people and so it's like a little backyard thing. We meet and we hit it off, and then we, she was like, oh, it was one of those like I'll come over like and we'll watch a movie and have wine and whatever. So it was that kind of thing. Watch I don't a even remember. Yeah, <laughs> sure, watch a movie. Sure. Uh, and yeah, I think like like I think we had texted a little bit, but this was like a pretty like we meet at this party, like nothing happens, but we just like clearly we're like giving eyes, and then I get her number through my friend, and then we text a little bit, and then yeah, like maybe a week or two later, it's like Friday night, Saturday night, coming over, movie, hang out. She spends the night, and then. Yeah, I don't really hear from her again. And I think because I was just really busy with my new, like, this was my like first job in LA. Like, I just wanted to keep up. I wanted to do a good job. I just wanted to be. So I just was like, kind of just, again, it was that situation I was earlier where like, who stopped texting who? So then like, I kind of was like, Wait, whatever happened to? And then I like checked in. Like, I basically asked my friend, I was like, whatever happened to? uh let's call her amy uh, i was like whatever 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 happened to amy and she was like oh i don't know just whatever like blah 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 she and was then, like amy who's amy yeah who's amy, amy? amy has lived here for 50 years <laughs> exactly and so I, yeah she just was kind of like don't worry about her or whatever Ooh, and oh wow so i was just kind of like oh okay uh and then her 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 she was going through like a breakup and so i was hanging out with her ex because both of them lived in the building anyways the whole thing um there that was the whole thing for them not for me but right. uh <laughs> but i was talking to him and he and we were hanging out and he was just like i was kind of mentioned amy and he was like yeah and i was just like oh yeah and i don't know what happened to her she like never you know and i think i, I mean i saw that she was on social media but like i didn't you know, I didn't like do anything about it or anything because again, it was just this like one hangout night casual, like, you know, and just was, yeah. I I mean, maybe I wasn't feeling it enough to actually like reach out to her again or anything, but, uh, but then my friend was like, Oh yeah, you didn't know, like, like his ex slash my friend was like, Oh yeah. Like she told Amy to like stay away. Like, because (laughs) she's like a, cause she's like a bad influence. And so she didn't want you to get like mixed up with her. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say that the ex like left her boyfriend for Amy. And I was like, Oh, how exciting. Yeah. That would have been a great twist. No, no, no. Oh my gosh. Wow. So can you sabotage? Is that, did you feel betrayed or like, what do you think the motive was there? I don't know. It's just such a weird, like, somebody f- was forcibly ghosted or was like forced to ghost me, you know, <laughs> like, like that, like, and, and, you know, and, and I guess like, yeah, I mean, and I wasn't even really great friends with this person who introduced us. So like, and again, this was like a time in LA where like, I was just going a mile a minute. So I didn't really like, I mean, this is the most I've even talked about it ever, you know? So like, 
because it was such a very like, huh, what? Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> just kind of like moved on. And I mean, this person seemed cool, but I, they lived in Orange County and stuff. So, which is like for, for NYC folks, it's, it's, it's like an hour and a half away. Oh, no. And yeah, like Disneyland is not that close, but um, I mean, it's <laughs> close, but it's, it's not that close. But right. so, so yeah, so I kind of just like, um, yeah, I kind of just like let it go, but I was just kind of a, the, 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 the weirdest part for me was just like, I feel like I remember the phrase bad influence. And I was like, what is that? Like, yeah, I don't know like, if this. Who are you that like, that, that, that you need protecting. Right. Too. That she has to like mommy. You. Do you, what was your relationship? Like how close were you to this friend? Like, did that read to you that she would feel that protective or like, did, did, was this how bad? Yeah. How much of a bad influence was Amy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and again, like this person helped me find an apartment in LA and, um, you know, I mean, I don't really talk to her that much anymore. Um, uh, so yeah, I didn't, that was the part that was surprising. Cause it's like, I really, I mean, I like this person, but I didn't necessarily feel close enough to them that, that they like, that I mean, I think felt, some people yeah. are just, yeah, just, some people just feel more protective than others, I guess. But, and I don't know, maybe I just have a, maybe I just look young and innocent. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> or maybe Amy was like a real fucking piece of work. Maybe she yeah. was like really doing numbers, I guess. Or maybe, I mean, the thing that jumped into my mind too is like, I feel like there's a certain kind of woman who's friends with guys who's like, I just want to collect them all, like fucking Pokemon and <laughs> friends. True. And so it's just like, she was feeling possessive of you, yeah. even if it wasn't in a way, like maybe she wasn't like romantically mom. interested or whatever, but maybe her relationship with Amy was contentious in some way, like a friend of me relationship where she was like, Steven's my friend. Right. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I was going to say maybe she actually turns out she is a Pokemon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to look her up on Facebook, she's... Let's fucking get into it. Clearly, I don't have any friends with her in common, which just, you know, salt in the wound. But <laughs> I, I mean, had two I... friends that I... Or two ghosts that I don't have anyone in common with. Well, maybe maybe because, like, neither of these people are in entertainment. Right. Maybe that's why. Right, right, right. True. So... True. Yep, that was... That was uh... Amy, yes, that's that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Amy, that's it. Meow, meow, meow. Um, Stephen, I just realized we forgot to do our segment on top. Aaron, what's our th- segment on top? Topical shit. Yeah, but I feel like topical shit was like the podcast stuff. I know it's like well, right, exactly. We like yeah. did podcast topical shit with Stephen. That's fine. Topical shit is like where we do something going on in one of our dating lives, Stephen, where we just then extrapolate on it. Like say, hey, the other day, uh, I can't think of a good example. <laughs> this guy wanted to, uh, you know, uh, what? <laughs> I think you're like like shoot like how soon is too soon to introduce like well, a right, boyfriend was, to friends like I, I don't trying, know what you're trying to come up with. I was trying with. to give it color. I was trying to be like you know this uh, guy wanted to like wear a, a you know animal costume in the bedroom. A furry. How do Ooh. we feel about that? You know, but not that, great. I know. Um, Ooh, well, I'm afraid of furries, so that's bad news for me. Already. <laughs> Are you really afraid of furries? Are you afraid yeah, of like I'm mascots? Very... I, yeah, I'm very terrified of mascots. <gasps> like, is it that like you can't even, see their faces? Yes, it's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I get that. I, I, I think I mentioned this. I can't remember which podcast I mentioned this on, but like to me, it's like the idea that you can't see their eyes. Mm. And like furries, to, like I was already scared of mascots because like at my seventh birthday, it was at Chuck E. Cheese, and and like it was 
it was so it's like you have these characters on a stage and then they come out into the audience like oh fuck you know like it's like so, audience participation like, is horrible yeah but it's like so terrifying that like there's the kind of the safety of like these mascots being on a stage and mm. s- separate from the audience. And then it's almost like they step into the third dimension. <laughs> and like, I, and I like hid underneath the table when the Chuck E. Cheese came by when I was <laughs> oh, seven yeah. years old. Good call. Good call. So then yeah, furries are like, furries are worse because they're the same, but they also want to fuck you. So Ooh. it's just like, because <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's just like Chuck E. Cheese, but with like weird animal dick. But just with a hard going. dick. Just a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my gosh. Nobody, Guys, yeah. there is no other way I would have wanted to wrap up this episode <laughs> than our weird animal dick. I mean, I definitely, like, I ran into a furry at CatCon, and my co-host was oh like, hey, come say hi. And I literally, like, could feel my heart racing, like, felt short of breath, like, I got sweaty and just was like, I can't. I, I like, like, I had to, like, walk away. Like, oh, no. I was just like, oh, my God, I, like, legitimately have anxiety about this. Like, can we which... back up, though, the, to, that you went to CatCon? <laughs> yeah, I went to CatCon 2016, uh, where it's just, it's just, it's, it was really fun. Um, uh, because, you know, just like running into people was really nice. Like we ran right. into people that were either like former guests of the percast or like friends of the show. And oh, like, so I mean, funny. that was right when we were getting started. So it was pretty like mellow, but it was still really cool at the same time and talked to like, you know, different cool vendors. And then Sarah and I went to a Purina, <laughs> went to a Purina party afterwards. Oh my God. <laughs> were you just dancing in cat food? Like a, like a foam was, party, but, <laughs> but cat foam party, but with cat food. Yeah. No, but but there was uh, there was meow teenies, and <gasps> I drank like. What was in them? I think they were just like a pineapple-y version of a of a mar- like of a of a martini. Oh Do cat and I just, pineapple? I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the. Oh, Alright. Uh, yeah, it was either. Well, yeah, it was. When you an, eat was, pineapple, it makes your taste good. Yeah. All of a sudden, so that's why. Rude. Yeah, I went full circle. <laughs> I went to uh, a cat camp here on the East Coast. It was oh, the that's first right. How cat was that? Camp, uh, East Coast first cat-centric uh, symposium. Yeah, it was great. Um, I got to interview Jackson Galaxy of Animal what? Planet. My cat from hell. I don't want to brag. It was not a big deal. It was amazing. Yeah, Jackson oh Galaxy is there. I got to talk to him. Got to uh, similarly talk to lots of cat vendors. I talked to the makers of cat wine, which I had already bought for my kitty. Uh, oh, how holidays. did they like it? Uh, it was exciting, but also uncomfortable because it has catnip in it, you know, which for me, I feel like watching cats on catnip is like somewhat entertaining, but then also a little bit like uncomfortable, you know, it just it's like somehow I feel like it gets sexual for them. Have you ever I mean, like, do you give your cats catnip often? Is it like I feel like sometimes um, my cat gets very weird on it where he's like writhing in a way that I'm like, I don't know if I should be watching <laughs> like what you're experiencing. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's definitely like the only time Penny Lane rules is when because <laughs> like my uh, a friend of the percast, my friend Macy, uh, she gave my um, she gave Penny Lane this like chili pepper and it was just like like. Like that new like drooling spit emoji, yes. like that was like Penny yes. Lane on that, and it was just like, hmm, I don't know, I kind of feel, yeah, like I definitely get it. It's just like because your cat is like on drugs essentially, exactly. so you're just like, you're like I feel like, like I should look away. 
or you should be on cat, you know, get some catnip for yourself. <laughs> You'd be tripping together. Yes, that would be that would be the best solution. Um, well, guys, this has been ghosted stories slash podcast stories slash cat stories mm-hmm. slash phone party <laughs> stories uh, with Stephen Ray Morris. Stephen, tell the people where they can like this is hawk your shit. Go for it. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. First of all, thank you again for having me on. Oh, thank this you so much for calling yeah, you in. Um, fantastic. Oh, thank you. This was this was memory lane, you know. But um <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Memory lane, uh memory yeah, memory lane, penny lane. I'll go memory with that. Lane. Um so uh you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stephen Ray Morris. That's Stephen with a V, Ray with a Y. <laughs> um and then uh yeah, I guess maybe I'll just my favorite murder, you love it. Course. You're already yeah. listening to I'm it. I'm here. I'm there. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Percast, the Percast with three R's. If you love cats, or even if you don't love cats, we just had uh, the per, the host of Can I Pet Your Dog, which is an amazing dog podcast. On oh so, my god, that's just, such if, a cute if, name for a podcast. It's it's great. And so yeah, they were just a guest. We had the director of Ketty, mm-hmm. um, Jada Torun, I think is how you pronounce her name correctly. Because I'm bad at pronouncing things. Definitely remember um, that it is three R's because uh, earlier when Aaron and I were chatting, she was like, "Yeah, the perk has, but is it just cats purring?" I downloaded it, and I'm like, "I think that's no, it's still." I downloaded a different nope. one. <laughs> but apparently nope, there is something us. on iTunes that is just cats purring, and I'm like, "That's not it," but I'm intrigued. <laughs> Tell yeah. me more. No, that's for our ASMR uh, <laughs> fans out there. I was like, I feel um, like he had guests on. I don't feel like it was just cats purring. Yeah, so it's P U R R R. Yeah, three R's. Yeah, P U. It's at uh, the P U R R R C A S T. And then just quickly. Um, I do a podcast called uh, Popular Music, the podcast that I just started with my friend, oh, Annalise. Nice. Congratulations. Where we, thank you, where we talk about uh, our favorite pop songs. So we've done episodes on Britney Spears' Baby One More Time, oh, Carly Rae Jepsen's I Really Like You. Uh, we just did one on Smash Mouth's All Star. Oh, so All the best ones. Yeah. So it's at Pop Music Pod or Pop Music Podcast. That's such a genius Just search idea. that. Yeah. Um, thank you. It was, yeah, I mean, so it's just really fun. fun. Like, just like jamming out to our favorite tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a reason it's pop- called pop music because it's popular. Because exactly. it's good. Exactly. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's just no. Yeah. Uh, you know, no guilt, only pleasure, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was going to say, since you guys always do your lifetime lookalike, uh, <laughs> you know, segment. Um, I uh, we're about to start our second season of recording, but I do a podcast with. Molly McAleer, uh, Malls, um, oh, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, she uh, was co-founder of Hello Giggles, and her main podcast, Please Advise, is amazing. Um, and we do a podcast together that I produce called Mother May I Sleep With Podcast, where <gasps> we have... Com- I do not know about this. I know this is where, where, we, uh, where we basically... Malls has a guest on, like, we've had Karen Kagarif on, and um, uh, Jason Shapiro, and, like, so many uh, uh, Allison Rosen where they watch a Lifetime movie with malls and then they basically break it down for like two hours, <gasps> sometimes even three hours. It's really Have fun. Have you done the Invisible Child one yet? <laughs> you got to no, pitch I'm that gonna one, tell her, you gotta oh, pitch I'm, I'm going to text her right now, like after we get oh, off. Oh, it's like, the only thing I care about in this world. This is amazing. This That's is what I'm going to be genius. binging for the next like. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. done. I'm in. We're done. It's, it's, 
it's so good. I definitely recommend Karen's episode to start with because she, she does the movie where Rob Lowe plays um, Drew Peterson. <gasps> yes. So good. Oh, no. my God. So, yeah, if you just if you just um, Google Mother May I Sleep With podcast or it's <laughs> at um, it's <sighs> at M.M.I.S.W.P. on Twitter and Instagram. But, yeah, I mean, Lifetime movies, you hear malls and your favorite comedians like break down these like amazing movies i mean i did an episode where we talked about the grumpy cat christmas movie with aubrey plaza like <laughs> so much fun I so it was, it's it. a really fun podcast and we're like we we did 15 episodes for the first season and then we're about to start recording the second one so uh, check it out oh 100% so well. fun steven you are a delight amongst humans i'm actually oh. i'm gonna be in la next weekend i'm doing some stuff for the mtv movie awards so like maybe oh shit. i'll well, hit you def- up yeah, yeah please. i'll be let's, there friday through together. monday so i would love that yeah i mean we'll like go to the go to the t- no the we'll just pet cats we'll just yeah. pet cats just together cats. are you available yeah, we'll, to we'll... pet some cats okay we'll <laughs> oh. figure it out I'll hit you yeah up. Definitely. Always, always available to pet cats. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to call in. Great ghost oh, no, stories. Thank you. And um, yeah, follow Stock Steven and all of his jack of all trades, man wearing many hats adventures. And uh, <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Boo. Boo. Yay. Steven. That was fantastic.